0: Motivational Fitness Coaching for Beginners. Happy Mid-Year Resolution. You have six months left in this year to achieve your health and fitness goals. Let me show you how. You're listening to Trying to Fit, a motivational fitness podcast, helping beginners to get fit through the proper mindset, planning, and actions. I'm your host, Gladimir, Coach Glad-Simeon. I'm an exercise physiologist and wellness coach with a philosophy to keep fitness practical so that it's easy to start and maintain. We're here to build your faith, get inspired to get healthier and overcome anything, keeping you from getting fit. Are you ready to put in work? Let's get started. Welcome to trying to fit season two, episode one. I am your host coach glad. And I want to thank you so much for joining me for our first episode in season two. We started season one during the pandemic and I felt the call to encourage people through probably one of the toughest times of their life. And I, I felt really fulfilled doing that. But in season two, we're going to be focusing more on inspiring and motivating you towards your, your health and fitness goals. And today's episode, we are going to be talking about a mid-year resolution. What is a resolution? Dictionary.com states that a resolution is a firm decision to do something. The quality of being determined or resolute, firmly resolved or determined, set in a purpose or opinion. Why am I focusing on the goals that you may have had earlier this year? Well, there's still plenty of time left in this year. There's six months left in this year. You still have time to get to your health and fitness goals. Now, I have some eye-popping stats. Eye-popping. 8% of people that set out to get a New Year's resolution, only 8% actually achieved them. That means that of people that don't achieve it. And according to CNN, 80% of people that start their New Year's resolution in January, by February, they quit 80%. That is eye popping. And I'm not sure for whatever reason, uh, you may have stopped whatever challenge got in your way. I I want you to take this as an opportunity to start over to do it again but this time you have guidance this time i'm I'm in your corner to coach you and to push you towards your goal and i found an article that may help you there was a research study done that found 55 percent of their participants actually achieved their new year's resolution 55 percent compared to eight percent of the population that 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 only achieves it. I'm going to share with you why these people were so successful, fifty-five percent compared to to eight percent, and I'm gonna add a few things that that may help you increase your chances as well. Are you ready to get after it? Let's get started. Now, this research study was a Swedish research study um, that had 1,066 participants. What they wanted to investigate is if people were free to formulate their own New Year's resolutions, would that have any effect or impact on their ability to achieve or their success rates? They wanted to find out if there were if different New Year's resolutions had differing success rates. They wanted to see if they can increase the likelihood of people achieving their New Year's resolution if they administered information and exercise for effective goal setting. So, during this research study, they had three different groups each with varying levels or different levels of support. Group one was a control group. Uh, they didn't get much support. They wrote down their goals and they had to self-report their progress on achieving their New Year's resolution at least three times in the next year. Group two was called the sum support group. They wrote down their goals, They had six email follow-ups and they had to self-report at least 12 times in the next year. So that's once a month in the next year. Group three was the extended support group. The extended support group had to write down their goals. They had six email follow-ups. They had to self-report once a month for the next 12 months. and. They got six additional emails uh, explaining smart goals and how to find support and how to take and, and give feedback. Now, it found out that 55% of all of the participants, regardless of whatever group that they were in, 55% got to their fitness goals or their health and fitness goals. Now, what did all 55% do that was different than the other 45%? How were so many people successful? Well, they did these three things. One, they had to write their goals down. Two, they had a plan And three, they had to stay consistent throughout the year. Now, I believe that with the right strategy, you too can achieve your goal by the end of this year. If you had a big goal in January, it is not too late for you to pick up your goal. Chris Jellibu said, the best time to start was last year. Failing that today will do. I'm going to share with you why the previous strategy worked so well for these people and how you, too, can add this to your plan so you can get to your mid-year resolution. All right. Time to put in the work. Ready, set, go. Now, let's discuss the three takeaways Um. Number one, there were, they wrote down their goals. Number two, they had a plan. And number three, they stay consistent throughout the year. So why is writing down your goals so important? There's three reasons. It forces you to be specific. It makes it easier for you to commit to the goals. And number three, it allows you to track your progress. Being specific with your goals and writing them down gives it shape. It allows you to commit to it because now you have a defined thing to commit to. Like you, you wouldn't plan a road trip without first having a destination. And it wouldn't be a vague destination. The more detail you have for your road trip, the better. I'm going to uh vacation from this time to this time. We're going to stay at this hotel or this Airbnb uh, this is going to be our budget for, for eating, so forth and so on. So the more detail, the better. Two is it's easier for you to commit. You wouldn't sign a, a vague contract. You, you want details in a contract. That way you know what to commit to. Let's say that your goal was to lose 25 pounds before the end of the year you know, you have six months. These are the terms of the the contract. So any challenges, any setbacks that get in your way, you know that, hey, you you can't really fall back too much. You really have to uh, give it your all because you only have six months. And being able to track your progress is going to help you to to stay more consistent with your goals because Okay, I know I have 25 pounds. If I lose X amount of pounds every single month, I'll get to my goal. Which brings me to the second takeaway is you need a plan. So you have one big specific goal, but having a plan allows you to break that big goal into smaller goals or mini goals. Now, each mini goal that you have has a mini plan that could go along with it. We'll use the example of the 25 pounds. You have six months to lose 25 pounds. You break that down. That's a little over four pounds a month that you have to lose. That's If there's four weeks in a month, that's about a pound a week that you have to lose. So I broke that big goal down into smaller goals. So now I have a small goal of one pound a week. I set a mini plan to lose one pound a week. That means that, okay, I know that I have to do cardio at least 45 minutes, three or four days out of the week for me to to lose that pound or whatever you have to do. Now, you know what you have to do to get to that mini goal of one pound a week. So you, you have this big goal, you broke it down into smaller goals, and now you have a mini plan to follow each week for you to get to that mini goal. And with each one, each time you lose a pound, what you're doing is you're building momentum. You're starting small and increasing over time. And that builds momentum and most importantly you build confidence let's say 10 weeks go by you lose 10 pounds like wow you're building confidence i i i can get to my goal all i have to do is stick to the plan number three thing is you want to stay consistent how do you stay consistent over the next six months Number one, you want to see your goals daily. You want to have your goals somewhere where you're going to see them every single day. Number two, you want support towards that goal. So you may have to include people into your goals. And what does support look like? Well, you could tell your family or share with them that, hey, uh, try not enticing me with extra appetizers or extra drinks when we're going out. That That's one example. And then number three, you want to stay accountable to your goals. Other people can help you to stay accountable, but there's no accountability like you holding yourself accountable. And that's going to be learned over time. And that's going to be learned as you grow in confidence that, hey, I can stick to a plan. I can stick to a goal that I set out. 4 you do those three things if you write your goals down make sure that they're specific you have a plan you break that big plan into to smaller goals and smaller plans and you stay consistent by seeing your goals getting support and holding yourself accountable you will get to your goals Lights, sets. Time to push yourself. I want to share A, a quick story with you um, If you are not familiar Who you? Darby Is He's a gentleman that was for, Infamously known for being Three feet away from gold So this is during the 1800s, a gold rush during the 1800s um, R.U. Darby Thought If I can find a gold mine and find gold, I can be rich beyond my wildest dreams. So he went into debt. Buying equipment, buying a mine, and he began digging. So a few weeks go by, several weeks go by, several months go by and he finds nothing. He decides to quit. He sells his equipment, he sells his mine, uh to, to a gentleman and R.U. E. Darby goes back to his hometown. Now this gentleman decides to find an expert to see that is there gold in this actual mine? What the expert found out was whoever did this inspection before uh, was only off a few feet. So the gentleman decided to dig three feet, bam, hit the biggest vein of gold in that mine and this guy got rich beyond his wildest dreams. R.U. Darby found out this story that this guy got rich being and digging only three feet for gold. R.U. Darby swore to himself that he would never, ever, ever quit any endeavor that he would do in the future. what he decided to do was he wanted to sell life insurance got into life insurance business and he persevered didn't have much success at the beginning but because he stuck with it stuck with it he eventually became very very successful to the point where he was making about a million dollars a year selling life insurance and this is a million dollars a year during the 1800s so you can imagine how much Money that would be today I share this story with you Because there's three takeaways Three lessons Sometimes it's too early to quit Not all the time But sometimes it's too early to quit Number two thing is There's usually breakthrough on the other side Whatever challenge Whatever difficulty That you're you're coming against there's going to be a blessing on the other side of that. And number three, you can always restart and win. If you take your your goal that you had in January, you pick it back up, you have a plan, I believe you can be successful before the end of this year. Let me share a a quick scripture with you. Habakkuk 2 in uh, verse 2 and 3. Then the Lord replied, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that a herald may run with it. For the revelation awaits for an appointed time. It speaks to an end and will not prove false. Though it linger, wait for it. It will certainly come and it will not delay. Write your vision down. Be brave enough to write your goals down and be very, very specific. Two, I want you to have the faith. Have faith enough to take those first steps. It's impossible for, for, for you to succeed without you first starting it. God can't put his supernatural on your natural efforts. Unless you take those steps yourself, take those steps. He's not going to give you his supernatural strength if you're sitting on the couch. Is when you set out, you take those steps, those first initial steps towards your goal. He's really going to help you. He's really going to bless you. He's going to put uh, people on your path to help you. He's going to give you open doors. He's gonna. He's going to give you advice to help. You get to your goal, but it only happens on the road to your goal. So you have to have enough faith to take those steps, knowing that God is going to help you along the way. And then three, you need to be steadfast enough to persevere. It will be hard, but it will be worth it. It's it's impossible to plant a garden And weeds don't come up with the plants that you planted. It's a part of doing any endeavor. When you set out, there's going to be trouble. There's going to be difficulties. There's going to be challenges. But you have to persevere through them. You're going to grow through that adversity. You're going to grow through that challenge. And you're going to to be a better person because you went through that. You're going to hold on to your goal because you went through so much to get it so when you do achieve it you will hold on to it and will maintain it time to cool down i want to thank you so much for joining me and listening to trying to fit i am your host coach glad thank you so much for tuning in and listening. Please follow me on Instagram. Subscribe, like, and share on YouTube. If you have big goals and you're tired of quick fixes, quitting, failure, and you want to learn to be unstoppable, coaching with me may help. You can sign up by sending me a quick email for a discovery call. My email will be in the description below. Join us next week when we're going to be talking about your personal vision and why that is the one thing that's going to inspire you and motivate you towards your goals. If no one has told you yet. I love you. God bless you. And be unstoppable. Good work Dad. You pushed yourself.